So usually Srila Prabhupada tells that people come to us and this is the most frequently asked question. What is that question? Which people ask when they come to devotees? Okay. Not many are interested in God. Some people ask rarely. Yes? Rare. Very rare. Yes. Abhijit is right. He is always right. <laughs> How to attain? Peace of mind. My mind is in pieces. I don't want pieces. I want one piece. <laughs> We get pieces, but we don't get peace. <laughs> How to get peace of mind? Chatur Vidha Bhajante Maam Jana Sukritino Arjuna Four kinds of people, they come to Krishna. And all these four kinds, they have to be Sukritina. They have to have pious credits. If they don't have Sukriti with them, then they will not. And which are the four categories? Artho, Artharthi, Jigyasu, Gyani. Very rare is Gyani, one who is seeking absolute truth. What is absolute truth? Nobody is interested in absolute truth. People become seekers of truth only when it comes to attending classes regularly. When we tell why you are not chanting, why you are not following. No, I just don't want to follow blindly. I want to be logically convinced. So in Krishna consciousness, they want to be 100% logically convinced before even chanting once the name of Krishna. Convince me, show me Krishna's house, Krishna's cows, Krishna's horses, Krishna's chariot. Show me everything, then I will take his name. So we are conducting this Jagyasa workshop before COVID. So... We got many bright students, the people who got the best placements from IIT Bombay. All the best companies, you can name them. <laughs> and uh, so good, they were pious. That is why they could come. So they participated also very nicely. They were chanting. And then one boy, he would just sit while everyone is chanting. He will not chant anything. He will just sit there. So then I spoke to him after the class. So I told, what is the difficulty? <laughs> Why you don't chant? Everyone is chanting. So he tells, no, because we discussed laws of nature in that class. So he, so just like we discussed today, you know, so many things we do not know. That uh, they are sinful activities. If we do them, we will suffer. So who knows this chanting of Hare Krishna is also sinful. I may suffer in future. So I don't want to take risk. So very logical, yes. <laughs> Who knows? So I want to get convinced first that this Hare Krishna is completely pious activity. Otherwise, why take chances? Why should I risk? It may be sinful act. So for chanting Hare Krishna, he needs to test 100%. It is pious, impious. How much? How many kgs pious? <laughs> but the same person will go and watch all kinds of wonderful movies. And then they don't consider. They will eat all kinds of food. They will not consider pious or not. Yes? 
they will do all kinds of activities, then they will not consider pious or not. But here they want to, before taking the name of Krishna, he wants to <laughs> make sure it is pious activity, it is not sinful. So thus all the logics. So why we become so logical when it comes to Krishna consciousness? Otherwise we never apply logic. Material life, is it logical? Richard Dawkins says, God delusion. He is making entire world atheist. Do not serve God. So if you do not serve God, then what other business we have got in life? What is the other business? Serve the senses. Correct? There is no third business. Either you serve God, Krishna's senses, or you serve your own mind and senses. And if you serve your own mind and senses, they will never be satisfied. They are very ungrateful masters. You serve them life after life. The more you serve, the more they demand. They are never pleased and we are never pleased in their service. So thus engaging oneself in the business of sense enjoyment is definitely madness. So it is so logical that the whole world is trying to satisfy their senses, but they are never satisfied. Senses are never, rather, if you go to satisfy the senses, Krishna has very clearly told in Bhagavad Gita, Yehi sansparsha jab hoga dukha yonaya evate. That is definitely misery. If you go to satisfy the senses, it will make you more and more miserable. The more you indulge in enjoying the senses, the more your life will become miserable. So thus everyone is seeking peace of mind. In Bhagavad Gita it is mentioned, if you want peace of mind, then do not contemplate upon making plans for sense enjoyment. If you are contemplating on planning your sense enjoyment, then mind will always remain disturbed. Apurimanam achala pratishtham. In second chapter, Krishna mentions, just like so many rivers are coming into ocean, but ocean is not disturbed at all. Similarly, Kamoyam pravishanti sarve, person who is not disturbed by many, many desires entering, but he does not contemplate upon those desires. Sashanti maapanoti, he attains perfect peace. Na kama kami, not the person who strives to satisfy those desires. As per our mind and body, it will desire something. It will desire to get the things favorable. It will desire to avoid the things unfavorable. These two kinds of desires we have in life. But one who strives to attain those desires, Krishna, manufacturer of the entire cosmic manifestation has told, such a person will never be satisfied. Na shantim, he will never attain shanti. So you should analyze, if I am not having shanti in my life, am I planning to become happy in life? To enjoy the senses, then Shanti will not come, Krishna has told. Na kama kami. Who attains Shantim, Apnoti means attains. One who does not remain, does not get disturbed by these desires which are always flowing, striking our mind. One should learn to neglect those desires, not contemplate upon them. So this is the way of becoming. So what is material life? Entire world, everybody is planning how to become greatest sense enjoyer. And when you think of sense enjoyment, then there is misery. Senses demand more and more they will bite. So thus a person becomes completely bound up in this material world. So this is called logic which is very very simple to understand. But no, in Krishna consciousness they want to see Krishna, touch Krishna. Then they will chant his name and follow instructions. 
So that also is possible provided we are very eager. If we are eager, we will be able to see Krishna also immediately. But eagerness is not there. So thus ultimately this logic comes because we are envious of Krishna. I don't want to accept that I am servant of Krishna. I meant just to give him service. So thus Lord does not reveal himself unto us. And he gives all kinds of wonderful logics. Krishna is a giver of all logics from the heart. So if you don't want to accept that I am servant of Krishna, I am meant to live just for his satisfaction, then we have this envy. When we have envy for the Supreme Lord, what is the meaning of envy? I cannot accept somebody's position. That is called envy. This person has become so rich. I cannot digest. How he has become rich? He was scoring less than me. <laughs> now, <laughs> I have done so many degrees. <laughs> and then... I am working as his employee. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> so envious. Or otherwise also. How come my neighbor is having more opulence than me? My brother sisters are having more opulence than me. I cannot digest. This is called envy. I cannot accept anybody's superior position. So thus position of Krishna is he is predominator. He is supposed to dictate the rules. And we are supposed to follow the rules predominated. But when we become envious, why should I follow? I should dictate when in such a position God does not reveal himself. So naturally we are predominated. We have to understand. We have to follow the rules and regulations given by somebody. Now we are all working or we are studying. When we are studying, we have to follow the rules given by the institution, the school, the college. If we are working, we have to follow the rules given by our bosses, our managers. We are not free. Where is freedom? In office you have to live by the rules of boss. In house you have to live by the rules of family members. You are not free. But one who has learned how to live by the rules of Krishna, he is absolutely free. Nobody can bind him anywhere. So we are always predominated. We have to follow the rules and regulations. So sometimes when the mind cheats us, oh rules are so tough in Krishna consciousness, we have to see if you do not follow these rules, we will be tightly bound up by other rules. And those rules, when they bind us, they give only misery in life. So thus, I should push myself to follow the rules and regulations very strictly of Krishna consciousness. Krishna is predominator, I am predominated. But it does not mean predominated suffers. We are very eager to become predominated in some big organizations, big institutions, big companies. If Zuckerberg predominates me, that is very nice. I'll be glad. <laughs> predominate me as much as you like so employee is predominated employer is predominator but both of them they enjoy provided employee is doing the task nicely he will be rewarded and the proprietor also he also enjoys so enjoyment is there for both predominator and predominated but one should act in one's constitutional position if predominated wants to become predominator he wants to lord over, then he will not be happy. So thus one should try to understand and completely abide by the laws of Krishna. So Jnani is very very rare, one who is seeking absolute truth. After that next category is Jigyasu, one who is inquisitive. What is this Krishna consciousness? What is written in Bhagavad Gita? Let me go and understand second category. That is also rare, but less rare than the Jnani who is directly seeking absolute truth. But both these categories are less. After this, we have huge quantity of Artharthi who go because they want 
something. Before launching satellite, we go to God. Every day you can go, it is very nice. Live in the temple only, no? <laughs> no. <laughs> of course, it is good not to be critical. It is good that we are going to God. But uh, why we go, go to God only for certain purpose, certain reasons? If going to God is good, you should live with God only, always. So Prabhupada tells, this is sense. So some people in some religions, they don't understand. They also don't eat meat on certain days. So Prabhupada tells, if religion tells, do not eat meat on certain days, then eating is good or not eating is good? Obviously not eating. Otherwise it would have been told, on certain days you must eat. <laughs> no, it does not tell. So anyway, you are fond of eating, some regulation is being given. On these days you do not eat, at this time you do not eat. So this is called sense. So that is why religion, we have to understand why it is told on special days you should, you should fast. It means fasting is good or eating is good. Fasting is good. So that is why a person who is having sanity, he should understand, I should minimize my eating. So religion is telling you eat. No religion tells on this day you eat so much. Minimum 5 kgs you have to eat. <laughs> or 5 meals in a day you have to eat. Nobody tells. All the religions tell you have to fast on these days. It means one has to minimize. One does not understand. So the purpose of religion is to restrict sense enjoyment. So people are satisfied just doing these days. They are not able to understand what is the purpose. So thus if temples tell you before any auspicious activity go and have darshan of the Lord. Go to the temple. The best is live in the temple. But you cannot live because we have got so much independent desires. So it is being told, okay, in the morning one should go to temple and in the evening also you should go. So we should think if every morning and evening I am supposed to go to temple, any sane person should think, let me live in the temple. No? <laughs> it means temple going is good. Spending time in temple is good. So why not to spend entire time in temple? So that is why people tell, itna kyun Hare Krishna karna hai? Das minute kar liya na? That is a vision. No, that's a minute. Bola karne ko? If you do more, that is good. But you cannot do more than that. So it is told. At least on Ekadashi you chant. At least that is why people ask Prabhu. Prabhu, Adik Maas mein kya karna hai? Kartik Maas mein kya karna hai? So Prabhupada when he was asked, what are we supposed to do? So Prabhupada tells, it is like, sometimes there is sale in a shop. Sale means Black Friday sale. Things will be sold at highly discounted price. So these seasons are meant for people who are not very sincere. One who is sincere, who wants to work on computer, he will take immediately at any cost. One who is not sincere, okay, let me take. We are getting a cheap rate. So that is why Prabhupada tells we have to always follow Krishna consciousness perfectly. But those who are not sincere, so this sale season is there. Okay, Karthik, take more. <laughs> this thing is there. <laughs> but a sincere devotee, for him, every mass is Adhik mass. Every mass is Karthik. He always follows the rules and regulations very nicely of Krishna consciousness. So much we should try to follow Krishna consciousness, there is no scope in doing anything extra in Adhik mass. So that means the right following of Adhik mass. So much donation you should give that on festival days you should have no money left with you. <laughs> When you have no money to give on festival days, that means you are doing right charity. <laughs> if you are able to donate on festivals, means you are not yet following Krishna very nicely. 
you are saving some money and there is some money with you. Donate so much, you have no money for Prabhu. As soon as money comes, I give everything. <laughs> I cannot do. <laughs> so in this way, one should understand. If it is being told, sometimes you should give. Why not to give always? Why not to give everything? This is called sense. So, Artharthi category. Because they want something, they go to temples. So at least they start coming to temple. When they become sane, they will understand, I should make temple in my home itself. I should live with God. So living in temple is not difficult. Not that we are telling now everyone should shift to Tirupati tomorrow. And <laughs> no. So wherever in our house, we install Krishna very nicely, worship him very nicely throughout the day and uh, serve him, call others, discuss Srimad Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam with them. Then every house is a temple and that is Prabhupada's desire. As we were discussing in 1961, Prabhupada writes in Vyas Puja offering, when the day will come, when every house in every corner of the world will be a temple of the Lord. This is the desire of the Acharyas. So at least we can make our house the temple who are devotees, then gradually we'll try to preach non-devotees also. So thus everyone can live in temple in this way simply by having regulated service of Lord in our own place. We are living for the temple means everything is for pleasure of Lord. So we sleep at night so that in the morning we can get up and we can please the Lord. We cook nicely so that I can offer nice things to the Lord. We sing and dance in front of Lord for the pleasure of Lord. We do drama, we see drama having pastimes of Lord. So in this way everything is for the pleasure of Lord. Then we are living in temple. We are earning so that I can serve Lord very nicely. So in this way all of us can live in temple for the satisfaction of Krishna. And the last category which is huge majority that is Arth who are distressed, who seek peace of mind. This is the biggest category and this is most unstable category also. <laughs> so because as soon as they come to temple they get little peace of mind then they go away. <laughs> then they tell I am okay, I will come again Prabhu after next, next exam. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the biggest category so Prabhupada tells peace of mind so everyone is seeking peace of mind so Prabhupada tells are you having any connection with God so if you are not having connection of God then you cannot be having peace of mind so how to have connection with God how we can feel unless we feel presence of God there is no question of having peace of mind in our life one has to feel presence of Lord connection with God why Prabhupada gives example, child is crying, baby is crying and everybody is trying to pacify but the baby is not, it, it's relentless. Then when the mother picks the baby on the lap, immediately baby becomes very silent, very peaceful. That is the constitutional position of the baby. Similarly, our constitutional position is we become completely satisfied as soon as we feel the presence of Lord, we come in connection with God. So who can feel the presence of Lord? Who can see Lord? That Lord Nursing Dev is mentioning here. Maam aprinata ayushman darshanam durlabham hime. Aprinata. One who has not pleased me, he cannot have my darshan. He cannot see me. He cannot feel my presence. So thus when uh, Srila Prabhupada was asked, how do we know we are pleasing Lord? So Prabhupada, of course, he gave various answers. He told, you follow all the rules and regulations nicely, then spiritual master is pleased, Lord is pleased. Then Prabhupada, he also told 
that when Lord is pleased, then you will feel the presence of the Lord. So that is what Narsingh Dev is telling here. When Lord is pleased, then we feel the presence of the Lord. And Drishtva Mamna Punar Jantur, one who has seen me or pleased me, Atmanam Taptum Arhati, Na Atmanam Taptum Arhati. He does not lament for anything in life. He does not lament for anything which is required for being satisfied. In other words, he is completely satisfied. So how does Lord get pleased? Is the next question. If by pleasing Lord, I can feel Lord's presence and then I'll have that satisfaction for which I'm hankering. How Lord is pleased? So this is mentioned in Bhagavad Gita. So thus by reading Bhagavad Gita, a person can get complete satisfaction in life. So throughout Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is telling what will please me. Especially in the 12th chapter, if you go and read. So maybe we can try to see a couple of verses also. 12th chapter is about devotional service. 20 verses are there, very important verses. And the first question of this chapter is, who is more advanced? Who is on the right path? One who is following impersonalism or one who is a devotee, worshipping the personal form of the Lord? Who is best? Because people have been following both the paths for spiritual perfection. So Krishna tells, Same yuktatama mataha. Who is best? A person who is always engaged in worshipping nitya yukta upasate, in worshipping my personal form. He is best, Krishna clearly tells. Klesho Those whose minds are absorbed in worshipping unmanifest form, they will have a lot of trouble in their life. They will also reach me after many, many births. If they are fortunate, they meet a pure devotee. Meeting a pure devotee is required for them also. So, meanwhile, they have to take so much of trouble. Then, at the end, Krishna then tells, just to clarify, that yes, only a devotee is dear to me. So, don't follow this path of jnana. Krishna is clearly telling Arjuna, this jnana mark, anyway, we cannot fall in Kali Yuga. But it is full of troublesome. Klesho adhikataraasthesham avyakta jnanis they worship unmanifest form of Krishna. So for them kleshaha, klesha means misery. Adhikatara, lot of misery they face in life. So just to clarify that bhakti is the right path, in the last seven or eight verses or nine verses, Krishna is continuously telling, bhakta is dear to me, bhakta is dear to me, bhakta is dear to me. Every verse Krishna is telling. So that anybody can get convinced, yes, you have to become bhakta if you have to become dear to Lord. Yes, verse 13 onwards. So Krishna tells, first qualification. Advesta sarvabhutana maitra karuna evacha nirmamo nirahankaraha samadukha sukakshami santushta satatam yogi yat atma nishchayaha First is Advesta Sarvabhutanam. Advesta means non-envious. As we discussed, we have got envy in the heart for everyone. So one who is not envious of any living entity. What is the meaning of how do we understand I am not envious of somebody? Mm. 
Yes, so not envious means a person should become very happy seeing someone. That means he is not envious. A person should have love. If there is no love, then there is envy. That is why Sanatana Goswami has kindly mentioned the Vaishnava Parad, Vaishnava offenses, which are the most dangerous impediments in spiritual life. And one Vaishnava Parad is not being happy on seeing a Vaishnava. So if one is not seeing a Vaishnava, why it is Vaishnava offense? Somebody can ask, I am not harming him. I am just not happy seeing a Vaishnava. So why is it called Aparad? Aparad means offense. You have done wrong to the other person. Why Aparad it is? Because if I am not happy on seeing somebody, it means I am envious. There is no other thing. Either I can love somebody or I can envy somebody. So if I am not envious means I will love. If I love means I will be very happy. So thus, if I am not happy on seeing a Vaishnava, it means I am having envy in my heart and this envy is very bad. Envying Vaishnava means envying spiritual master and envying Krishna. Because Vaishnava is having mercy of spiritual master and Krishna. Means he is dear to Krishna and spiritual master. So anybody who is dear to Krishna and spiritual master and you are not appreciating that position, you are not happy to see him, means you are envious of Krishna and spiritual master. If this person is very dear to Krishna and spiritual master, I should be very glad, I should love that person. But if I don't become happy on seeing the Vaishnava, that means I am having envy for Guru and Krishna also. So thus one should not be envious of Vaishnavas. So that is why Sanatan Goswami has mentioned, if one does not become happy on seeing a Vaishnava, that means there is envy. So thus I should become very glad on seeing any Vaishnava. Even if somebody is chanting just once the name of Krishna, Krishna's name is manifest on somebody's tongue, he is a Vaishnava. Although Kanishta Dikari. But uh, one should become very glad on seeing Vaishnavas. So thus we should try to practice. As soon as I see any devotee, any Vaishnava, I should become very, very happy, very glad. And what to speak of Vaishnavas? Advesta Sarvabhuta Naam. One should be non-envious of every living entity. Because God is there in the heart of everyone. So this practice we can do. What practice? As soon as I see any living entity, I should see it as temple of Lord. When I see temple, I offer respects immediately. Even though I may not enter temple. Because temple of Lord is not different from Lord. Temple is also completely spiritual. Lord is living inside. So Lord is living in the heart of every living entity. Thus as soon as we see any living entity, one should offer respects. But it is very high position. One may not be so advanced, but one can practice. That is called Uttam Adhikari. Less than that is, if one cannot appreciate presence of Lord in every living entity, one cannot offer respects like that. At least, one should offer respect to Vaishnavas. That is intermediate stage. Neophyte, one cannot offer respect to Vaishnavas also. Then, at least offer respect to Lord in the temple and spiritual master. Archayam evhariye yajante shraddhayanvita At least offer respect to deities and the spiritual master. This is bare minimum. That is called neophyte Vaishnava. He offers all respect to the deity in the temple, to spiritual master, but does not offer respect to Vaishnava. Does not know how to show Vaishnava or does not know how to behave with other living entities. So one who is not proper in his behavior, in his conduct, he cannot offer respect to other devotees. Such a devotee is called Kanishtadikari. So at least we are supposed to offer respect to Vaishnava so that we are there on the, we try to reach the intermediate platform. 
and gradually we should try to come to Advesta. I should be glad to see any living entity. Thus Prabhupada writes, very nicely you should read the purport. A pure devotee is never disturbed in any circumstances, nor is he envious of anyone, nor does a devotee become his enemy's enemy. So devotee does not even become his enemy's enemy. Why one does not become enemy's enemy? Because very nicely Prabhupada writes, He thinks that one is acting as his enemy due to his own past misdeeds. Thus it, it is better to suffer than to protest. So if somebody wrongs us, behaves badly, we become very much disturbed. At home, in the neighborhood, in the office, in the college, we become very very disturbed. But if somebody is a hardcore enemy also, then also a devotee does not become his enemy. Because he knows anybody is acting as my enemy, not behaving well with me because of my misdeed of the past. So this bad behavior, if it does not come from this person, will come from another person. But I am meant to suffer because I behaved badly similarly in previous life. If you feel somebody is torturing you, you tortured somebody similarly in the previous life. That is why now I am having, so thus if I am having any kind of grudges against somebody because of bad behavior, I should see how much bad I was previously or I am because I behaved similarly in previous life. So I should understand this exact behavior I did in previous life. That is why the karma is showing this result to me. So what is the need of getting angry with? This is what Mother Sita told when Hanuman, uh, Lord Hanumani went to rescue her. So he became very angry. He told, should I beat all these demonesses? <laughs> they have been harassing you. So Mother Sita told, no, one should not become angry on one's enemies who harasses because that is because of one's misdeeds. So why to create fresh karma? So thus Prabhupada tells, thus it is better to suffer than to protest. So thus where is the question of difficulty? Person is always happy, always jolly. So this is the mood that we should have. Amanina manadena kirtaniya sadahari Giving all respect to everyone, not expecting any honor for oneself. Then a person will be undisturbed. Otherwise, we will become our enemy's enemy. He does not behave nicely, I also behave badly. Prabhupada tells no. Other person is not behaving nicely with you, but you behave nicely. That is called Prabhu. Especially in the community of Vaishnavas. If he cannot do it with the general people, at least with the Vaishnavas. Thus Prabhupada tells, we are calling each other Prabhu. And if we do not think that other person is Prabhu, I am Prabhu. Then that is cheating. So I am calling Prabhu, then I should serve also like a servant. I should feel that other person is master. So that is called living in Vaishnav community. I am calling Prabhu, I should feel other devotees Prabhu. So if other person does bad behavior, Prabhupada tells, other devotees not behaving nicely with you for some reasons. And ultimately it is because of our karma. This is the understanding. So Prabhupada tells, you behave nicely, why you are changing your behavior also? That is called liberation. Liberation means my behavior is same, I am not at all affected by anything. I will behave in the same fashion. And Lord Krishna showed by his example, when Bhrigu Muni kicked Lord Krishna on the chest, he started massaging his lotus feet. So this kind of humility is shown by God. So how much humble the devotee should be? So this is called non-enviousness. Advesta Sarvabhutanam.
एंड मैत्रा करुणा एवचा मैत्रा मीन्स वेरी फ्रेंडली करुणा मीन्स कंपैशन वन शुड बी वेरी वेरी फ्रेंडली टू ऑल लिविंग एंटिटीज सो वेर इज अ क्वेश्चन ऑफ ईटिंग मीट नो बडी ईट्स वंस फ्रेंड सो इट इज़ वेरी बैड सो वन शुड बी वेरी फ्रेंडली वन शुड वर्क फॉर वेलफेयर ऑफ एवरी वन करुणा वन शुड बी वेरी वेरी कंपैशनेट सो इफ समबडी सफरिंग आई शुड ट्राई टू गो एंड रेंडर हिम और हर ऑल हेल्प सो दस एवरीबडी इन दिस वर्ल्ड इज सफरिंग वाई दे आर सफरिंग सिंपली बिकॉज दे डो नॉट नो वेर इज रियल सेटिस्फैक्शन इन लाइफ टू फील द प्रेजेंस ऑफ लॉर्ड फॉर दिस आई हैव टू प्लीज द लॉर्ड दिस साइंस इज नॉट नोन टू पीपल द स्प्रेडिंग दिस साइंस हाउ टू प्लीज द लॉर्ड दिस इज द बेस्ट वेलफेयर एक्टिविटी बाई विच एवरी वन विल बी सेटिस्फाइड कंप्लीटली सो दस वी शुड नॉट बिकम वेरी वेरी ग्रीडी स्पेंडिंग ऑल द टाइम जस्ट फॉर अर्निंग मनी एंड वी आर नॉट हैविंग टाइम टू प्रीच कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस सो दिस इज लॉट ऑफ ग्रीड सो दस येस अर्निंग इज रिक्वायर्ड फॉर मेंटेनिंग आर सेल्फ बट इट शुड नॉट वी शुड नॉट हैपन दैट वी आर कॉम्प्रोमाइजिंग प्रीचिंग we should have compassion people are suffering so much i have got this bliss in my life i should share this knowledge with others thus one should try to help others karuna one should show compassion nirmama nirmama means free from all proprietorship now i am thinking something belongs to me i want to acquire more but krishna tells one who is dear to me who can please me who is nirmama who thinks nothing belongs to me मनसा देहो गेहो जो किछु मोरा अर पिल्लू तू वे नंद किशोरा माई माइंड माई बॉडी मनसा देहा गेहा मीन्स हाउस देहा मीन्स बॉडी गेहा मीन्स हाउस जो किछु एक्चुअली नथिंग बिलोंग्स टू मी बट वॉट एवर पीपल कंसिडर और आई मे कंसिडर इट इज माइन आई ऑफर एवरीथिंग टू यू एनी वे नथिंग बिलोंग्स टू मी बट वॉट एवर इज कंसिडर्ड माइन आई ऑफर इट टू यू Some people think my money belongs to me, my family belongs to me. I offer everything to you, everything in your service. Ar pilu tuva pade nand kishora. So thus one should understand. Actually, it's a fact. We have not manufactured, created this body. It has been given to us. Mind has been given to us. The knowledge how to use it has been given to us. Simply, people get some disease, dementia, Alzheimer's. They forget everything, even their family members. so thus whatever pleasure whatever results we are having in life it is all given to us so this knowledge these skills this machine has been given to us it belongs to krishna so everything should be used in the service of krishna so one who lives in such a conception he is called nirmama so one should be thoroughly convinced nothing belongs to me so everything should be offered to krishna everything should be engaged so having a family is not bad at all but what happens a person starts thinking i am the master of the family i have entered into family life for my enjoyment then family life becomes a source of great distress so there's a general phenomena ask anybody so somebody was asking me prabhu so without following krishna consciousness can't i just live my with my family very happily and serve them i told go and ask any family in the world which family is satisfied without serving krishna nobody is satisfied you go and meet the love birds who have had affair for 10 years long courtship ask them are they happy now after marriage they will tell no sir bachcho ke liye chal raha hai bas nobody so it is not possible why not possible because it is told in bhagavatam the formula what is the formula aho dainyam aho kashtam parakchay shan bhanguray yan nopkuryat aswarthyay martya svagyati vigrahay 
So one who does not engage one's own possessions in the service of others for welfare activity, these very possessions become the sources of great misery. Aho dainyam, aho kashtam. Those very things which you thought will give you happiness will become source of great misery. That very person whom you thought you will die without him or her will make your life hellish. Those very children will give you a lot of anxiety whom you think they will give you pleasure. That very job which you thought will give you pleasure will become source of all anxiety. Bhagavatam it is mentioned, Krishna has mentioned, Aho dainyam, aho kashtam. Lot of kasht will be given. If one does not use one's possessions in the service of others. Service of other means best service is spreading Krishna consciousness. Even though one does not know Krishna consciousness, if one lives just for the even mundane welfare of others, then also person will be materially happy. This is what a Brahmana does. Brahmana uses all one's possession for others' welfare. So Brahmana is very, very peaceful in this material world, happy. But because Brahmana is happy, he does not seek further Krishna consciousness. This happiness conditions of Brahmana. But such a person will be undisturbed. But if one uses one's possessions for the best welfare activity that is spreading Krishna consciousness, then one's life is perfect. But this is science here. Because it does not belong to me, if the cashier starts using all the cash, he'll be punished. So thus actually nothing belongs to us. Nirmama. So this concept is important. Nirmama. So one who understands everything is Krishna's, let me use everything. So enter into family life, produce children, many many children, but please engage them in the service of Krishna. Then such family life will bring us spiritual advancement. So everything, use, engage all the relatives in the service of Krishna, engage your belongings in the service of Krishna, make your house a temple of Krishna where people can assemble and discuss Krishna consciousness. In this way, use everything for Krishna. Nirmama, that is called Nirmama. And Nirahankara, such a person does not live in false ego. I am Indian, American, black, white, ugly, beautiful. These are just externals. I am servant of Krishna. Samma Dukha Sukakshami. And he is very, very forgiving, does not take any offenses. Always he forgives. And Samma Dukha Sukha. He is equipoised in happiness. And this has been repeated in every shloka in this. So thus Krishna tells, if anybody has to be dear to me, he has to remain equipoised in happiness and distress. Samma Dukha Sukha Kshami. So what is the meaning of remaining equipoised? Here it is being mentioned, happiness and distress. One should remain equipoised. So how one can be equipoised? This means there is something called happiness and distress. So it means, yes, in course of our activities in executing Krishna's service, few things will be pleasant to our mind and senses. That is called Sukha and few things will be unpleasant. But one should stick to Krishna's service and pleasantness or unpleasantness should not disturb us. So sometimes people tell, I am following Krishna consciousness but I am not getting pleasure. So that is why I stopped chanting. <laughs> so no. Or it is very great trouble to get up early in the morning. So I am not getting up in the morning. No. So one should still try to get up. Even though one is not getting pleasure in chanting, one should still chant. This is the foundation of Krishna Consciousness. Enough for my pleasure, now I should live for Krishna's pleasure. I may get pleasure or not, it does not matter. So this is the mood of the gopis in Vrindavan. In Chaitanya Charitamrita it is mentioned, gopis do not have the least desire for personal enjoyment. They do not have least desire. They also dress very nicely. Now also girls may dress very nicely. 
सो वॉट इज द डिफरेंस बिटवीन ऑर्डिनरी अ मंडेन गर्ल एंड अ गोपी अ मंडेन गर्ल में ड्रेस हरसल नाइसली सो दैट शी कैन अट्रैक्ट अ मैन एंड शी कैन एन्जॉय बट गोपीज आर ड्रेसिंग वेरी नाइसली सो दैट कृष्णा विल बिकम प्लीज बाई सींग अस बाई सींग आर ड्रेसेस नाइसली सो दिस इज द मूड गोपीज डू नॉट हैव एनी डिजायर फॉर पर्सनल एन्जॉयमेंट दे ओनली ड्रेस फॉर कृष्णा दे डू एवरीथिंग फॉर द प्लेजर ऑफ कृष्णा but still they enjoy unlimitedly so it is told this is the wonderful nature of devotional service in material life people are hankering for pleasure happiness 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 here a person does not want happiness at all here they simply do any activity for pleasure of krishna without least expectation of happiness but they get unlimited happiness so without asking without desiring happiness comes one should simply desire service of krishna one should not desire material happiness or spiritual happiness desire for spiritual happiness also makes us disturbed in our life so one should simply serve krishna if krishna wishes knowledge will come happiness will come or it may not come does not matter i will serve krishna this is my cause because krishna gets pleasure in this service my spiritual master has told me in bhagavad gita it is told that krishna becomes please so i will try to follow this and give pleasure to krishna then such an attitude when a devotee acquires then he gets so much of pleasure unlimited pleasure so one should try to remain equipoised in happiness and distress material or spiritual one should remain firm in one's devotional service i just want service in service i am satisfied santushta satatam yogi so such a yogi is always satisfied yat atma drida nischaya he endeavors with great determination sometimes when we follow krishna we will fail in course of our activities it is bound to happen fall down because of so many habits so that is why great determination will be required we have to get up and we have to march again so determination very prabhupatas initially we have to have very strong determination maya's force will be very strong but if you are determined initially then it will become easier to follow krishna consciousness so we remember it was a great struggle for us outside we have to do our assignments projects also those who are working outside some of they were able to finish the rounds and now we are blessed every morning it is booked to ask krishna has given us you chant very peacefully so all of you those who are living in pork residency you can see how morning time has been given to us outside it was so difficult but because you struggled now you are living here now krishna has given you okay you are free at this time you chant and hear very nicely so in this way slowly maya gives us release initially we have to be very very determined mai arpit mano buddhir mind and buddhi should be offered to krishna what is the meaning of mind offered to krishna mind should always be thinking of the form of krishna pastimes of krishna instructions of krishna and buddhi should be used in understanding these instructions of krishna one should try to understand the philosophy one should get convinced and buddhi should be used in executing the service to our best capacity how to serve krishna nicely how to convince other person prabhupada tax your brain how this krishna consciousness can be spreaded very nicely so in this way buddhi should be offered to krishna so mind should be offered buddhi yo mat bhakta samay priya such a bhakta devotee is very very dear to me so like this you can all read wonderful qualifications are there in all these seven eight verses such a person is dear to me yo mat bhakta samay priya bhakti maan me priyo na there is no doubt one has to become a yogi to please krishna and when we please krishna we feel the presence of krishna for which the yogis take a long time to do then they are able to perceive the presence of lord in the heart 
but the devotee does it very very easily and of course after mentioning all these things at the end of bhagavad gita krishna mentions who is the person who is most dear all of them are dear one who is nirmama having no proprietorship is dear to krishna one who is having no ahankar is dear to krishna one who is aniketa not caring for any house he is dear to krishna one who is always satisfied he is dear to krishna one who is uh, not envious of any living entity is dear to krishna one who is friendly compassionate he is dear to krishna but there is this category who is most dear to krishna nobody has been so dear nobody will be dearer than them than him who is that person that is a preacher of krishna consciousness that is mentioned at the end of bhagavad gita nachatasmat manushyeshu kashchin me priya kritamaha nobody is dear to me than the preacher thus prabhupartal this is a secret if you want to quickly draw the attention of krishna then you spread krishna consciousness preach krishna consciousness then immediately you become very dear to krishna so thus the simple philosophy we apply in our life krishna is predominator i am predominated let me just de- desire engaging in service of krishna always and thus please krishna then we feel presence of krishna always and then we are satisfied in our life we will end here any questions yes yes So the question is there was a political leader and uh, when india was under foreign subjugation british rule specifically he also told that better to suffer than to but he didn't does not tell this thing exactly he told non violence and something else he was very much fond of protests he was organizing protests everywhere <laughs> so thus this was not the case So thus Bhaktisdan Maharaj he did not do this thing he did not protest why did not protest he understood change of government will not make you happy he told he understood the root cause why yes britishers were very bad government very bad no doubt about this they tortured many many people they looted all the property they made the nation very impoverished and they did lot of harm no doubt about it but one should understand the root cause as we have been discussing criminals were in the past given punishment of being thrown in midst of crocodiles elephants and tigers but elephants crocodiles and tigers are not the cause of their suffering the cause is he has broken the laws of nature so thus why bad government is put into place when people become sinful if right government is there there is no question of suffering in the kingdom so when people become sinful a bad government is brought by the laws of nature and that government tortures people so thus we don't suffer by chance so bhaktisdan saraswati maharaj told simply change of political establishment is not going to make you happy so spread this krishna consciousness this is urgency so thus he actually did not protested other person always protested yes 
So now, further, what should have been done? Should we have removed the Britishers? Was it right course of action or should we have not removed? So we have to see what is favorable for spreading Krishna consciousness. That should be done. So if you want to remove the government, you please remove that government. But we have to understand that Actually, we have to understand very simply, our Acharyas have kindly told how the government is there in the power in the first place because it is elected by people, we the people. So suppose Prabhupada tells there is election in jungle. So if there is election in jungle, so Modi ji will win or Rahul Gandhi will win? Nobody will win. Tiger will win. <laughs> Animals will elect another animal as their leader. So if people are on the animalistic platform, they want to enjoy sense gratification. Some good leader comes. He tells, I will ban intoxication from tomorrow. No illicit sex. And uh, they will remove him immediately. <laughs> so unless the people are purified, there is no question of having good government. So that is why spread Krishna consciousness to masses. Then automatically when the masses are purified, they will elect nice leader. Otherwise, peoples are rogues and thieves. They want another rogue and thief. People want to do sinful activities. People want to do illicit sex. They want a leader who allows abortion. Yes, there should be illicit sex in the society. They want such a leader. So then what can be done? So thus, we have to spread Krishna consciousness. Then right government will come automatically in the place. When the selfful reactions are dissolved, people want to go back to Krishna, a rightful ruler will come automatically into place. But at the same time, we have to see if the government, if it's creating great harassment, not government is not allowing to spread Krishna consciousness at all, then yes, one should try to overthrow the government. Next question. Right. So it is told in Kali Yuga, the question is, if a person commits sin in mind, one does not get gross reaction for it. In other ages, if a person does sin in mind, even in dreams, one will get the reaction. That is called sinful activity. So in Kali Yuga, why it is called Vaishnava Aparad? So that is a Vaishnava Aparad does not follow the laws of nature. <laughs> so if you do Vaishnava Aparad, then the reaction will come to us. It is beyond the laws of nature. As per the laws of nature, yes, we will not suffer. But Vaishnava Prad, it does not follow. As per laws of nature, you commit sinful activity now, you will suffer maybe in some other life. Vaishnava Prad, immediate result. Immediately spiritual life is gone. We'll get disease, we'll get accident, we'll get so many other things. Material, spiritually both. One is vanquished. So it will not wait. At the same time, if Vaishnava Prad is so dangerous, service of Vaishnava is also very powerful. If you please the Vaishnavas, then we also advance very, very nicely immediately. Materially, spiritually, we all there is all advancement. 
So thus pleasing Vaishnava's immediate result and offending Vaishnava's immediate result. It is beyond laws of nature. And otherwise also, yes, gross reaction will not come for thinking bad, but subtle reaction will come. If I am thinking bad about somebody, I will be disturbed in my mind always. So that is there. Yes. So the question is, we discussed if somebody chants name of Krishna even once, he is a devotee. So if somebody, should we consider mood also or not? Somebody in anger, they chant Krishna's name and out of blasphemy, they chant Krishna's name. So yes, then he is not a devotee. So who is a devotee? That is mentioned. What is the definition of bhakti? Anukulena Krishna Nushilena Bhakti Rotama. So Rishikena Rishikesha Sevanam is required. Engaging senses, using tongue to chant Krishna's name is required, but it should be chanted favorably. Then that is a devotee. Kansa also was Krishna conscious, but he was not a devotee. <laughs> so yes, such a person is not a devotee. Still they will get good result. They may get impersonal liberation. If we preach and one makes a fun of us, what should we do? So the question is if we preach and somebody makes fun of us, what should we do? Whatever you want you do. <laughs> so that is your discretion. So we should not be disturbed, that is for sure. Uh, and if you want to continue preaching, you can continue. Or you can go to another person, that is your discretion. But we should not be disturbed. Why is Tulsi Maharani very dear to Krishna? How did she become the dearest? Question is why Tulsi Maharani is dear to Krishna and how she became dearest. So we have not heard from Prabhupada this statement. So, but we understand anybody becomes dear to Krishna by doing devotional service. So let us engage in devotional service, pleasing our spiritual master. Then we can also become specific instance we have not heard from Prabhupada. So the question is every day I am getting email for charity. So everyone does charity from their heart. So if I get it every day, it may become very irritating. Asking is irritating, yes. So you can then unsubscribe it. So that option is there. <laughs> you will not be disturbed. Oh, I need to, I think, elaborate more. Uh, So if you're getting emails from us, then that is not good. <laughs> so please let us know. We don't sell email every day. We send on Ekadashis and some special days. Huh? WhatsApp, yeah, we don't send. We send a couple of times in a month. But otherwise, uh, when we say it comes from heart, this is not exactly right. It may come from heart, but still it is required to ask. That is why Krishna demands from Arjuna, Sarv dharman parityajya maam ekam sharnam raja. So, it comes from the heart 
only when we are living in the association of devotees. So otherwise it is difficult. That is why Krishna has spoken this entire Bhagavad Gita. Nirmama, nirahankaraha, become free from proprietorship and all these things. So teaching is required. But teacher should be careful. You are right that teacher should not irritate. And it should not be forceful. Even by force it is right. Because if somebody has stolen money by force or by requesting, you take the money out of that person, then the person will be relieved of the sin. So even if by force, uh, sometimes a person is able to do it, that is alright. Because everything belongs to Krishna. But still, one should not irritate. Because in long term, it will have negative impact. But teaching is very much required. And requesting and engaging others, convincing them, encouraging them for charity is required. Because uh, not everybody and not every time we get it from the heart. We have to be convinced about it. Hare Krishna, can you tell something about relationship of Krishna with Karmas? We have heard farmers are also dear to Krishna because he does the work and remembers the Lord. So you have two questions are So the question is, what is the relationship of Krishna with the farmers? Is there any special relationship? So yes, Krishna has got relationship with everybody. Krishna has got relation with plants, herbs, trees, roots, mountains, demigods, demons. Everyone is part and parcel of Krishna. And uh, yes, Krishna was raised in the family of Vaishyas who do farming. And Krishna encourages this farming as a general occupation for majority of the people. So this is the occupation which makes a person very very peaceful. You grow your own crops. There is no need of becoming dependent on anybody. And there is world crisis. You are not at all affected. Simply you have a piece of land and you have cow. Then let whatever happen in the world. You are not disturbed at all. Your house you can make, make from the trees grown in the land. You want clothes that you can make from cotton which is grown in the land. You want fuel. You have a cow. It will give cow dung and woods that serves as fuel and uh, then you can cook all kinds of nice vegetables, chapati, sweets from the milk of the cow and ghee and all the products which come from cow and in this way simply by having a cow and land person is liberated he is not at all affected by whatever is happening in the world crisis is happening, prices are going up, they are coming down so thus a person is very very peaceful this is called Varnashrama system but Still, uh, even though on spiritual platform, everybody is dear to Krishna, they are connected to Krishna. But here, those people who behave as Brahmanas, they are dear, most dear to Krishna. That is why Krishna is called Namo Brahmanya Devai Go Brahman Hitaisha. Krishna is specially very fond of the Brahmanas. So thus, we should try to become Brahmana. What is a Brahmana? As we understand, whose business is just to understand and spread Krishna consciousness. So such a person is called Brahmana. So if we can, we should try to come to this platform of Brahmanical life. Very clean, very pure, very simple in his life. Such a person is dear to Krishna. If somebody is dear to Krishna, where is the cause of anxiety for him? So farmers are dear to Krishna, but Brahmanas are most dear. Any other question? So we'll finish. Yes. So the question is, if somebody is disturbed, what is the cause? Is it because of ego? 
So yes, there, there can be so many causes and ego is the prime cause. Because of false ego, we think I am this body and uh, this world is reality. And any suffering of the body I take as my suffering. Just like in dream, there are so many sufferings. But all those sufferings have no substance, no basis. We only suffer because of false ego. False ego is the knot, it is told. That is called Hridaya Granthi. It is a knot which is keeping the spirit soul tightly bound with matter. So spirit soul identifies itself with matter only because of false ego. Because of this, I think I am the body of the dream and then I suffer or enjoy. Even though there is no substance. Similarly, here also we need not suffer or enjoy at all. All these are hallucinations only. In this world also, whatever pleasures we feel, pains we feel, this is all hallucination. Only because of this false ego, the knot in the heart. So yes, that is the prime cause of our suffering. And over and above that, why we have got this false ego? Because we wanted to enjoy. We did not want to serve Krishna. So now if I want to become servant of Krishna, then there will be. And in other words, simply put, uh, we are not following the instructions of Krishna very nicely. If you follow instructions of Krishna nicely, Prabhupada tells, in a week you can become Brahmabhuta. <laughs> Prabhupada was speaking in a university. Prabhupada tells, so this platform, Brahmabhuta Prasannatma, person who is on Brahma platform, he is always jolly, always very happy. No lamentation, no anxiety in life. To attain this platform, people would take Bahunam Janmanam, long, long time, many, many births. And this realization person can attain in a week in Krishna consciousness. So it is so powerful. So just we should try to follow the rules and regulations. What Prabhupada, very powerful rules and regulations. So simply get up early in the morning, 4 o'clock and engage in service of Krishna very nicely. Chant 16 good rounds. Follow four regulative principles. Live in the association of devotees. Have only Krishna Prasadam and preach whatever you have learned little to others. Prabhupada tells simply by following these basic rules and regulations. From the very beginning, you will be, you will be freed from all anxieties. From the very beginning. So thus, our doctor is perfect, very, very advanced. The, if we are having, if anybody is having some anxiety, it is because we are not following the rules and regulations nicely. Otherwise, from the very beginning, we are freed from all anxieties. We land. Shri Shri Radha Krishna Chandra Ki, Shri Shri Krishna Balaram Ki, Shri Shri Nitai Gaurang Ki, Granth Rashi Mad Bhagavatam Ki, Jagat Guru Shri Prabhupada Ki.